0: Hi everyone. Thank you so much for joining us again. Great to speak to you. Great to have you with us today. I'm really excited to have my colleague, Dr. Melissa Piercell, here to speak with us about high performance, healthy nutrition. Dr. Piercell has been on the show before. Dr. Piercell has been on my team at the Canadian Sport Institute at Wells Performance. So Melissa, welcome back. Great to see you.
1: Thanks, Greg. Great to be here.
0: So give everyone who is not familiar with you and your work just a little background, uh, a little bit of the origin story, just to orient everybody, because you've got a pretty interesting background in both neuroscience and and nutrition and health.
1: Yeah, so you said it. I got my first degree in neuroscience. I fell in love with the brain really early and wanted to sort of have a a bit of a holistic head-to-toe perspective on, on ways we can really prevent illness. And make changes from the start rather than wait until we're all the way sick or all the way, you know, diseased on many medications. If if you get to it from the start, then it's much easier to live a longer, happier life.
0: It's so interesting how much I'm hearing right now about shifting away from treatment and towards prevention. So if we're thinking about better health, preventing illness, optimizing our brain from the nutritional perspective, what's got your attention these days?
1: Post-pandemic, we have been in survival mode for a long time. And I have been finding that people have just been treading water. You know, that that just, you know, it's all I can do to get food into my children. It's all I can do to get my work done. And now we're heading back to the office. So what has been really interesting to me is seeing in times of stress how we go into that survival mode. And I feel like it's very It's, it says a lot about us that we take care of everybody else so well. And yet we don't take care of ourselves, like aging parents, kids, even pets, we treat better than we treat ourselves, right? So it's been a lot about uh, conversations around staying motivated and setting new goals and trying to be the best version of ourselves, because it feels like, none of us have really been striving lately. We're just just hitting that, that baseline. So I think that the most important thing that I've been having conversations with my clients about is A, goal setting, B, committing to promises you make yourself with respect to nutrition, you know, just because it's going to be a hard day, there'll be lots of hard days coming our way. There's always an excuse. There's always something that's going to get in the way of our good nutrition. If we set up routines now, I think that it's, it's a rope memory kind of habitual thing for when times get tough. Right now, Greg, I see you doing these polar bear dips. (laughs) <laughs> and working out when the rest of the world is asleep. How do you keep going when, it's, when the times get tough?
0: Okay. So it's exactly what you just said. Funny enough, it's goal setting. I've got some pretty specific health goals right now. Uh, and it's really just around creating routines that make success inevitable. So I've been going in the cold lake every single day, for about 10 minutes. It's sort of forced meditation because when you're in very, very, very cold water, you cannot think about anything else. So I I really enjoy it and I find it just makes my brain work so much better. Uh, around the fitness thing, Judith, my wife and I, on, on Monday morning and Thursday morning at 6 a.m. do a Zoom call with a trainer. We set up the backyard with yoga mats kettlebells we just throw everything into the backyard and we put on my phone on zoom and my buddy who's a trainer leads us through 45 minutes of body weight stuff that's been massive because it's two strength workouts a week we can't escape 6 a.m he's there you're paying for it and so that's the whole forced optimization strategy uh, and then around food what we've been doing um, is sort of automating our food as well like we're pre-planning meals we're doing batch cooking we're you know, all, all of these sorts of little tiny things that make it easy to have healthy food accessible at all times. And those three things are making a massive difference for us. But it, it it does revolve, it begins with the goal and then it comes for me around automating everything else because I am so busy and I don't have time to think about what am I going to make for lunch today. I need to know like it's planned. It's in this Tupperware and I grab it, heat it up and go. So that's what we've been doing. I love that in terms of stress and this collective fatigue and burnout and languishing that everyone is experiencing. That obviously leads to inflammation, oxidation, those sorts of things. Uh, when it comes to protecting our brain and our body from stress, from a nutritional perspective, what are you thinking these days? Like, what's How can nutrition help us to emerge from this time and be healthier than we were before?
1: Yeah, I think starting your day well is the most important thing we can do. So many of my clients will, you know, either skip breakfast or go straight to the uh, starchy carb sugary. We've got the cereal, we've got the bagels, we've got the toast, we've got the waffles, you know, Tim Horton's muffin, something like that on their way to work and just a blind rush getting out the door. And if we can get your breakfast sorted, studies show that the rest of your day is much more healthy and planned out. And if we go, let's say we hit this news button and we are rushed in the morning, the rest of the day seems to be in this roller coaster, right? So we, we feel great and then we crash. And when we crash, we never want protein. We always want more starchy carbs and more sugar. It's not our fault. We're designed to crave it, right? So we have to get ahead of it. And the best way to get ahead of it is to choose protein rich breakfast. So Mm. something like um, a a protein shake, you know, throw in some blueberries, blueberries are full of anthocyanins. And those are so important to reduce age related cognitive decline. Let's say protein shakes aren't your thing. Let's go for, you know, a veggie omelet. Eggs are one of the few foods that have this essential nutrient called choline, and that's been shown to help support mood and memory. Let's say eggs aren't your thing either. Chia pudding is my next go-to. It is, you know, I don't like the word superfood because I like it when we, we switch up our foods all the time. I don't like people getting stuck on the same thing every day, but chia is as close to it as we're gonna get. It's got almost a third of the fiber that we need in a day. It's one of the few foods with natural omega-3s. And it also has amazing anti-inflammatory properties in something called cafeic acid. So it's high concentration in chia. So all three of those breakfasts are superfood, rich, lots of protein, and it's a great way to start your day.
0: I love it. One of the things I've noticed since we've been on this sort of radical organization, shall we call it? is that at least once a week before I would have an afternoon where I would crash, just have that brain fog, total exhaustion and just really struggle. And now that I'm dialing in breakfast, that, that basically doesn't happen anymore. It's, it's, it's shocking to me that by fixing my breakfast, my afternoons have so dramatically improved. I also find that I'm not tired on Saturday anymore as well. Like I can totally launch into playing with my kids at the highest possible level. So if we take it, Beyond breakfast, into snacks. What are you thinking in terms of really good, healthy snacks and just a few examples that people can jump into to keep that mental energy high and obviously improve health as well? Right.
1: So we need really three main things to slow down the sugar release into our body. We need protein, we need fiber, and we need fat. So when we're thinking about a good snack, maybe Twizzlers isn't the option, right? We don't have protein, fiber, or fat in there. But think something like... A half an avocado with sea salt and some hemp on it think a pear with some almond butter Think a bit of dark chocolate 70% or more for more of those antioxidants with a handful of raw walnuts you want to balance it out It, it doesn't have to be boring it doesn't have to be no fun at all berries are great so you know make your own trail mix even something like a plain organic lactose-free Greek yogurt with some berries and some cinnamon inside, maybe a bit of raw honey for sweetness. Just as long as you're trying to make sure you've got your protein, your fiber, and your fat accounted for, yeah, that's going to last with you for much longer than if it's just something like, you know, orange juice or a granola bar.
0: Yeah, I love it. And it's interesting. I've got a few slides that you helped me put together when I do talks that show, you know, protein, carbs, healthy fats. But what I've been saying is protein, healthy, you know, carbs, veggies, those sorts of things and healthy fats. What I realize now is I always learn something from you every single time that we speak is that it's actually protein fiber healthy fats, right? So that's actually a really interesting up-leveling of of my thinking that just happened. So thank you for that. That's awesome. What about lunches? What do we need to be thinking about with regards to that sort of midday meal if you choose to to have that? Mm -hmm.
1: My go-to lately has been some sort of Buddha bowl because you can prep on Sunday. Sunday's my prep day. You pull out a couple of sheet pans and you put all the vegetables on the sheet pan. So stuff like sweet potato or squash, mushrooms, uh, zucchini, peppers, you throw in some garlic, some um, avocado oil, some turmeric, some sea salt and pepper, you roast them low and slow until you just start to smell them. Once they get tender, pull them out, let them cool. And then you've got your go-to for the week. And you can toss that on your on your spring greens and you can follow it up with a little bit of, um, you know, olive oil-based salad dressing for some healthy fats. And then I always try to add a bit of sprouts to my salads as well, because sprouts are pound for pound, much more nutrient dense than the adult version of the plant. So you're going to get more antioxidants and sprouts are one of the highest forms of vitamin K. And vitamin K has been in the media a lot lately because it is the next fat soluble versus the vitamin D, which is also the fat soluble. But vitamin K is recently found to be absolutely integral for the removal of calcium from blood vessels and putting it into those bones. Calcium is excellent in the bones. That's where we want most of our calcium, but we don't want calcified blood vessels. So when we overdo the calcium, a lot of us think, well, if a little bit of calcium is good, we'll take three of the Caltrate, and it'll all be all set. That's not found to be good. We need that vitamin K to get that calcium into our bones. So stronger bones and better circulation with sprouts.
0: So fascinating. And then carrying on to the final meal of the day, just ideas for healthy dinners, things that obviously taste great, they're balanced, but how do we wrap up the day in a healthy way?
1: I think all of the meals should have a a protein focus first and foremost. I think it's also really important for breakfast and lunch to have a solid carb component because you need that fuel. Those carbs are the easiest way to make energy. So if we've got a busy mental day or if we have a busy physical day, then those carbs will help to keep us going. Nighttime, I think the carbs are a wee bit less important because we're probably not going to burn those carbs off quite as much. So as long as you make sure, again, your focus is getting that protein in. And then often when we look back at our busy day, we really didn't have time to get as healthy uh, a veggie centric meal as we would have liked. So that's your real like your, your dinner is the time to capitalize on your busy day that maybe you just got you know, a sandwich, or like I said, maybe you just were too busy in the morning to get a really good breakfast in. Now that you're home, make sure every dinner is absolutely nutrient dense.
0: Amazing. Melissa, we've just jumped through like breakfast, snacks, lunches, dinners. That is not what we plan to talk about, but it's where we landed. Got so much out of it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. If people wanted to get in touch with you or, uh, you know, contact you directly, where should people look?
1: Yeah, you could check on my on my website, newleafmed.com, or email me at Melissa at wellsperformance.com.
0: Awesome. Dr. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. You're so welcome.